0: You are listening to one hundred five point nine FM, The Radiator, W O M M L P, Burlington. I'm your host, Abby B K, and tonight starts Rocket Shop Radio Hour. We have the fog. How are you all doing tonight?
1: We're doing excellent.
0: Great. Great. Amazing.
1: Well, I'll speak for myself. I am.
0: <laughs> I think for everyone agrees. Yeah, for sure. So to start out, would you all like to introduce yourself and your instrument?
1: Sure.
2: Sure, I'll start. I'm uh, Jason Koviak and I play the keyboard with these guys. Hi, I'm Bob Greenlace. I play drums.
1: I'm Gary. I play guitar and I sing.
2: I'm Nolan Hanna. I play saxophone. And I'm Paul. I play bass.
0: Amazing. Well, we usually like to kick it off with a song, so what have you got for us?
2: All
1: right, we're going to play mostly original songs tonight because we uh, just like to do that. Uh, This first song is called You... And it's just a song about uh, everybody has like a special person you can think of in your life that you really like and you just like being around. They just, you know, emote really good energy and stuff like that. And this song came out of uh, being around a person like that.
3: It's what's inside that you can't hide Yes, you are a special person Your light shines warm and bright There's a glow around you and everybody feels it If you stick around you, everything will be alright If you stick around you, everything will be alright If you stick around you, everything will be alright
0: Amazing. Thank you. That Thanks. was You by The Fog.
1: Yeah, and I'd just like to clarify. The word is you, but um, the title of the song is just the letter U. Because, you know, everybody types out on their phone. Every, everybody doesn't type out the the Y and the O and all that kind of stuff. So we adapted that to the, the new age of song titles. It's just called You.
0: Love it. Short right. and sweet and to the point. That's right. <laughs> so take us through how you all met each other. I overheard a conversation that there are some members that are quite new. Um, how did you all find each other and start collaborating? Uh,
1: well, I don't want to take up the mic and answer all the questions, but I've been here from the beginning. And I would say it was kind of like, you know, when atoms just sort of like bounce across uh, walls and they bump into each other randomly. So that was a part of it. It was fate, I guess. But um I I was playing open mic uh, in Burlington, you know, Manhattan Pizza and Radio Bean, uh, I don't know, probably 15 years ago, and then I asked my friend Paul if he wanted to join me, and um, he's been there ever since, and ever since then, uh, a few people have, um, sort of the way those atoms sort of, what do they say, they attract each other, so that sort of happened too, but uh, we're just a bunch of guys who like to have fun and play music.
2: Bob and I used to work together, so that was kind of fun, so we used to work together and play music together, and he was with these guys for a while, and then one day I came to jam, and I think the rest would be history at this point.
0: Nice. And so the saxophone, what is your story?
2: So uh, I joined pretty recently. Gary was a, he has this thing called the solar bus. It's this really great bus that has some solar panels on it, and it gets a bunch of energy, and it's enough to power a stage they have. And they took that bus down to St. Michael's College, where I go to school, and they powered a whole show. And my other band, Chimp, Yeah, Chimp, Chimp VT, we uh, performed with his solar bus, and Gary saw it, and we stayed in touch, and he asked if I wanted to play with this project.
0: Very cool. So I have to ask about the solar bus, because I saw that on your description, too. So how did that all come to be?
2: Yeah,
1: I'd I'd love to talk about that. The solar bus is basically an educational project. I've had it for almost 20 years now, 19 years. It's just an old school bus that I ripped all the seats out and put solar panels on the roof, and... For almost 20 years, I've been visiting schools and doing public events. Um, everything from like political rallies. I've had you know Bernie Sanders and Peter Shumlin and Patrick Leahy have all spoken on my solar-powered stage. Which a few weeks ago, I happened to be at Saint Mike's College with the bus, and it was I think it was Earth Day, and uh, this band was playing, and the saxophone was so awesome. I came up to him afterwards, and. Uh, got his phone number and the next thing i know he came to a couple of our practices and we just really like the way it sounds but the bus unfortunately is broken down right now oh no share with everybody and we're um we're doing a free show a fundraiser i don't know if those are is that an oxymoron a free show fundraiser but um in city hall park on 9 11 and uh, it's a free show but if anybody wants to throw a nickel or a dime in the in the jar we have some medical expenses for the bus that we need to um, pay to get it back on the road so we can do more solar-powered concerts. So we actually, like the band, a lot of our shows, we do solar-powered. So we're excited to get it back on the road.
0: Amazing. So obviously solar power, environmental ethics, is that something you're passionate about, clearly, since you're doing the solar-powered bus? Anything to speak on in that regard?
1: Totally. I mean, I've been doing solar stuff for um, over 30 years. And, um, yeah, I'm a big eco person. You know, I'll park my car at the far end of the parking lot and walk instead of driving around looking for the the closer parking spot. And I met Paul probably uh, 20 years ago. Uh, We we had a little club of people who drove their cars on vegetable oil. And um, that was where I first met him. Now he has an electric vehicle, which is maybe a little step up from there. But the bus still runs on biodiesel when it's running. So, um, yes, uh, that is part of... Uh, What I do, what we do, we like to do everything as environmentally as possible.
0: Great. So hopefully back up and running by your show on the 11th.
1: I don't... Well, I I wouldn't write it off, but I think the the show on the 11th is going to be a fundraiser so that we can pay to get it fixed.
0: Okay. Well, then everybody should fundraise so that that happens. (laughs) Exactly.
1: Thank you. Yeah.
0: Yes. Uh, So take me through sort of your songwriting process. So how do you all collaborate in that sense?
1: Well, again, I don't want to take up the microphone the whole time, but I'm the only one that has written original songs so far. I've been trying to encourage these guys to write some original songs. But in a nutshell, my songwriting, it just, I want to say it just happens. It um, like I'm walking down the sidewalk and some beat will be like going in my head, going along with my footsteps and I'll like hum that into like a little recorder. And then later on some other day, I'll be like driving in the car and like some catchy phrase will pop into my head and I'll write that down. And every once in a while, a song pops out.
0: Yeah. Great. So to communicate it sort of with like your other members in the band, yes. how do you do that? Do you send like voice memos? You all just kind of get together and practice and kind of figure it out in person together?
2: We band BandLab, right? We used a little BandLab during the COVID experiment, we'll call it, where we all got to stay home. and um, So we had trouble kind of collaborating for mm-hmm. about, a, what, nine months, I'd say, guys? Felt like a long time. So we'd actually just use uh, technology as a way of kind of circumventing that. So he'd throw us—we call a scratch track down, and we'd all just play with it, and it would build from there. And the scratch track eventually goes away. And... We also fought uh, off COVID by practicing in Bob's garage with the door open. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he has these huge old-fashioned spotlights that that, uh, that uh, give off a lot of heat, so Eric managed to. Be out in the open air and still practice. Forty degrees of fun. Yeah, I almost set my jacket on fire by backing into a <laughs> spot.
0: <sponge. laughs> oh no! Well, I mean, you got to do what you got to do during the COVID era, but seems like you made your way through it, which is good. Uh, so, we would love to hear another song. So, what have you got for us?
1: Okay, we're going to do another original song. This one is called "Live Every Day." It pretty much goes without saying. It's one of those, you know, it's kind of a, a little bit of a cliche, but I'm a I actually believe clichés are are clichés for a reason, because there's usually some truth to them, so I wrote a song about that.
3: to find a- We live every day like it might be the last. We don't look up the future. We don't dwell upon the past.
0: Every Day by The Fog. Great. So we've spoken a bit about creating original music, but you also do covers, and it seems like you have a bunch of different inspirations in terms of the genres that you cover. So take me a bit into that. Uh, Why those specific covers, those specific styles?
2: I'm going to let somebody else talk. Go, Jay. So what we started jamming with together was a lot of what? Grateful Dead, Jerry Garcia Band, as far as kind of common tunes we knew. And some Beatles, right? I really liked the Beatles growing up in Child of the 80s. So Beatles, a lot of 80s music. Fish, kind of when I was coming of age, was just becoming. So I actually take a lot of, I'll say cues from Paige. But if he's out there, thank you for all the years of um, teaching, even though you didn't know it.
0: Yeah, for sure. So we got some inspirations from the Beatles a lot over here on piano. Any other specific inspirations, band-wise, that some of you other instrumentalists feel like you take? Les Claypool. I don't
2: know. All kinds of, uh. Oh. Yeah, I basically just follow Gary. I mean, I'm I'm probably the the newest musician out of the group, the novice. but. yeah, I know Gary was a, a follower of the tour for a long time, and um, I think a lot of uh, I take a lot of inspiration from Phil Lesh and Mike Gordon. Um,
1: we like to jam.
2: We just love to jam. Yeah.
1: And uh, I'd say one band that we haven't mentioned that we also play a lot of their music is uh, Crosby, Stills and Nash, and Neil Young and Bob Dylan. Yeah. Great. So we call ourselves Folk Rock
0: Jam. Yeah, for sure.
2: Folk Rock Jam. So can we tell them what um, F.O.G. is an acronym, which I didn't know. Enough. Oh, no, we're not going to do that. Three
0: months ago. Uh-oh. Well, now I'm curious. <laughs> well, now <I> <laughs> we don't get to learn what the acronym is?
1: Uh, no, it's not really a secret, but um, it, it stands for Friends of Gary. And oh. It just popped out of my head. Like it was the very first show. It was at a farmer's market, and um, I had just been playing, like I said, open mic before that. And the person said, well, what?" and Paul was going to play, and I think I had one other person, and the person said, so what's the name of your band? And I was like, oh, my gosh, I don't know. (laughs) And it just popped in my head, and it stuck. So most people just know us as The Fog. It's not really like a, a secret or anything, but originally it did mean Friends of Gary.
0: I love that communal aspect to the name for sure. So in terms of covering songs versus playing originals, do you have a preference? Like what do you like about doing covers versus doing original content?
1: Um, well, I would just say that I, my whole reason for playing music is really to hopefully someday have my original music be listened to by other people. But I realize that one way to get in your foot in the door there is to play songs that are familiar to people because people like to uh, dance and sing and along and stuff like that. So that's why we mix it up a lot. Our, our, one of our shows has <clears throat> a lot of uh, covers and a few originals mixed in. Gotcha. And um, that's what the next, we're going to do one cover song tonight, and that's going to be our next one. I don't know if you're ready for it yet, or do you want to have more questions?
0: I mean, go right ahead if you would like All to right. play it.
1: So um, we're really excited. Nolan is here, by the way. Thank you, Nolan, for joining us. And this particular song, I want to say we're, we're doing this uh, show out in City Hall Park, free show in the afternoon on 9-11. Nolan's going to be there with us, and we're going to be playing a whole bunch of all the um, songs that we just mentioned from bands that we just mentioned. We're really excited about it. And um, this will give you a little taste of some of the uh, music that we're going to play on 9-11, which is a Sunday. So everybody come on down to the Burlington City Hall Park, right on those big steps at the back of the um, City Hall. There's a nice platform. Come on
3: down.
0: So in terms of covering songs, you obviously like to jam. And I loved how you described in your bio that you like to fogify songs. I thought that verbiage was like the perfect way to describe what you do. (laughs) So is there anything in particular that you feel like stylistically you add to songs, to covers to kind of make them more your own, make them more of the vibe of the fog?
1: I would say that... um the main thing is that we add, like, jams to songs that don't normally have jams. And so a jam can just take on any any form that you never really know exactly what it, what it's going to be. And, you know, I should mention, I'm also a DJ here on The Radiator, and my show is on Thursday night, and it's called Strawberry Jam. So now you understand why I picked the name Strawberry Jam for my show, because it has a lot of different meanings. One is that you kind of jam a lot a whole bunch of things into one, and you make some jam. So... Uh, we like to jam, and uh, if, to answer your question, I think more than anything is, you know, we'll take a Beatles song, you know, which is doesn't typically have, like, long jams in it, but we'll we'll add long jams to it, make it fun.
0: Yeah, gotcha. So in terms of any upcoming projects, have you thought about recording, maybe doing some projects that way?
1: Yes. Um, mainly the original songs. We'd like to, or I'd like to put out a CD someday. We have, like, four or five songs that we've, we know like the back of our hands that we play at most shows and there's you know six or seven original songs that are kind of lurking there and you know one of these days we'll put out a CD so maybe we we'll be, we bet we'll, maybe we'll be back on the rocket shop that day whenever that happens to talk about
0: it yeah definitely come back have you thought at all about doing any covers and recording covers with the fog as well or are you more focused on original um,
1: i think you know it takes so much effort at least in my experience to make a studio recording that um, you know there's so many other people playing covers and everything I want to take all that time that I have because you know if you've ever recorded an original song you you know you you got this one part and you go over it like 75 times until you think you got it right and I just rather put that that energy into my originals and but we do like we when we play a show like a lot of times we record it and sometimes there's videos and we put those out online so we we um we don't mind sharing and recording uh, covers as well.
2: We could heavily fogify a song. <laughs> Record
1: that. Yep, definitely. We like to not play Is things the, the way they were originally done. It. Mm-hmm. Love it. There you go.
0: Yeah, so in terms of if you would go about you know, the recording process of some original music, how do you think you would do that? Do you kind of have your own system going? Would you reach out to a studio?
1: We do it all in-house yep. at, at home with, you know, software that you can get for either free or really cheap. Um, we actually have a, a couple of studio recordings that, like, when we do put out a CD, like, they're already done. And uh, the last song we're going to do is is one that uh, we actually have a studio recording of. It's on, you know, YouTube and Facebook and all that kind of stuff. We even made a, a fun video to go along with it and that the bus is in it and everything. So um, we're going to do more of that. And basically, you know, it's all on a... On, a PC somewhere and you you can get, I'd recommend to anybody if you like just messing around, it's fun. You can do multi-track recording pretty easily nowadays. And
2: like I said, someday we'll have a CD to share with you. Plus he puts a little pressure on us other guys, right, to help you out and get a little more creative with our writing.
0: Yeah, definitely. Adding a few voices in there for sure yeah. is nice for the creative like process. To be old
2: enough very shortly. I'll be getting that creative juice back.
0: <laughs> yeah. So in terms of, you know, this upcoming project that you're aspiring to do with your original music, is there sort of a concept for all of these songs in a way that you categorize them and put them together? Do you have an idea in terms of what that concept is?
1: I think if you, if you listen to most of my songs, my original songs, they're, they're kind of personal stories. Like the first two songs we heard, you know, one was about a person that I really admired and I liked, and the other one is a, just about a lesson of life. So I think most of my songs are, are like that, you know, they're, they're, they're pretty straightforward. They're not like some, you know, real abstract poem that you have to read over 75 times to try to interpret it in your mind. Like, does it have any meaning at all? Um, so they're pretty much lessons and stories from my life.
0: Great. Yeah, I love it. So in terms of the video that you made, how was that? How was, you know, did you come up with that idea yourself, like the concept for the video? What was that like doing that whole process?
1: Well, um as you'll see, we're gonna play the song. It's called Passenger and so um we have this bus, the solar bus. So I thought it would be fun to just drive around the bus and um, you know, kind of sync along. I had the song that we had already recorded playing in the bus and we were all kind of we brought our instruments and we were kind of faking that we were doing a lip sync kind of to the recording of it as we were driving around in the bus and I had my son kind of um walk around with a video camera while we're doing that that's a lot of it so um i'd encourage you if everybody if you're listening you could go on our facebook page which is uh facebook.com slash uh the fog vt or you'll look us up on youtube you'll see the um the video for the song that we're going to play called passenger it's kind of funny i think
0: so fun yeah i feel like videos tend to bring sort of you know a concept to life for sure so well we would love to hear the song so why don't you play it for us
3: all right you guys ready? Mm-hmm. Try not to think too much as I sing my song. Cause I am a passenger on the roadway of life, and I don't care which way we go, if we turn left or right. Just go with the flow. Don't swim upstream. Let the river guide as it weaves a ravine. Let it flow.
0: passenger there by the fog and make sure to check out their music video for the song on the fog's social media so before we end the show we always like to give you an extra moment to promote yourself so where can we find you your music and tell us about any upcoming gigs you have
1: thank you for reminding us that because a lot of times i forget so the easiest thing you can do is go to our our website which is fogmusic.net and that kind of branches out, gives you the Facebook link and all that kind of stuff. And it does have a list of our upcoming shows. But really, um, our Facebook page gets a little more activity, and uh, we post videos and stuff like that on there all the time. So, and that again is uh, facebook.com slash fog, the fog VT. And um, so, our upcoming shows, we've been mentioning the one on 9 11. Um, and I just like to say it is 9 11, you know, but we're going to try to balance out some of all of the. Uh, other energy that uh, where people are going to be thinking about with some positive vibes on 9/11. We're going to raise money to fix the bus, and then um, our our next show we have uh, after that is at the Stone Corral in Richmond, and um, that is on Halloween weekend. I believe it's October 29th on Saturday night, and um, I don't. I'm not going to say whether we're going to be wearing costumes or anything like that, but we're going to try to do some Halloween type. You're going to be wearing your bathing your uh, Bir- birthing suit? Oh, it's a surprise. Okay. A surprise. <laughs> We're right. going to
2: play the Monster Mash, I think.
1: All right, cool. Well, that's on the 29th at Stone Corral. And um, that's about it that we have coming up right now, but I'm sure there'll be more. And if you check our website, we'll have all that info.
0: Love it. Thank you. Well, thank you all so much for coming in. It's been great.
2: Thank you. Really and- appreciate you having us on. Thank you for having us and giving all this fun stuff.
0: Yes. Thank you. And uh, next week on Rocket Shop, we have Lavendula. And also make sure to stop by during Art Hop, which is September 9th through 11th. Big Heavy will be open. And you can stop by and learn about everything that we do here. And that being said, I have been your host, Abby BK. This has been Rocket Shop Radio Hour on 105.9 FM, The Radiator, WOMMLP, Burlington. And we wish you all a wonderful night. I'm those collars. <laughs>